0: You are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Hope you're having a good day. Um... Hope you enjoyed that last podcast, Black, the New Poor. I didn't do a video for it. Uh, so hopefully people who are on Black Junction and uh, YouTube, y'all go check that out, uh, listening on the podcast itself. I really wanted to stay focused on it. And besides, I couldn't find any good pictures also to really to illustrate the way I wanted to illustrate it. I had a program mishap. So... But I did do the podcast, so you might want to go listen to it. But now I got everything back up, something better. So back to making the video part of this show. Um, I want to talk about the post-election results a little bit and give my take on what happened. I know a lot of people was butthurt. They went out there because of Andrew McGillin and uh, Stacey Abrams didn't win. And a lot of fools was out there pandering for change at the ballot box and got the ass handed back to him. And I had to say it. I told you, had to tell you, you know, racism is still marching strong. And I wanted to dive right into the first case of Andrew McGillin. You know, I saw a picture of the brother. I'm going to find that picture. I'm going to put it up. Him and his wife and his little kids going voting. Beautiful black family. Beautiful black family. You know, I'm sad that he didn't win because, you know, to my surprise, you know, we was told that he was a handpicked person by the, the party. Really, what happened was this dude was doing fundraising and stuff for himself. And his campaign caught momentum because a lot of people in the Democratic Party, they believe he had a chance, but he proved them wrong. And one thing that Andrew McGillan did was wrong that so many of us black people do. And you have seen it time and time again, is that we do the hard work. We lay the foundation. And then we go to this, okay, I finally got to this part Then here come white people coming in. Here comes Shea White and his gang. Oh, we want to be a part of it. We want to help you. And we forget that in the beginning, nobody didn't want to help us. No one. We're with the folks. Nah, we don't want to help you. You ain't going to make it. You got a snowball chance in him, You're not going to make it. Now we ain't got to the point and prove that we ain't made it. Oh, hell, <laughs> I want to get over and help you out. And black folks have selective memory. We have a short-term selective memory syndrome that we so quick to get somebody because they come, oh, so-and-so, so-and-so. And so what Andrew McGillin did was his fault was he had that short-term syndrome. Like so many black people. Oh, here come white people. I know I'm doing good now. No. What he should have did was say thanks, but no thanks. As you heard me say, use this term also that all money and good money. You know, my mom and older people taught me. They said, son, all money and good money. The same thing with all support and good support. And it goes across the board that we shouldn't be that way. As black people, we have gotten away from those. Those uh, bedrock ideas or safety, uh, what you want to call them, safety uh, blankets or safety type of things that keep us safe. We so open now. We got our doors flapping on. Please come and be with us. Anybody, please. And so that's what happened with Andrew McGillen. Uh In the case of Stacy Abrams in Atlanta, big names wouldn't work for her. You know, people went Oprah once showed up, Oprah, but well, Oprah didn't go show up for Andrew McGillen. Obama went down and his black ass didn't go down and work for Andrew McGillan. They said two dusty old, toxic ass, busted up white women, Hillary Clinton and Debbie Allen Schultz. the campaign with this dude. And see, optics is everything, black people. When y'all going to start thinking that way? Optics is everything perception is everything and they remember that I don't know if y'all remember back in I think 2006 election 2007 when a Harold Ford jr. Was running for the Senate in Tennessee and Bob Corker pulled that racist ass ad out Saying that Harold Ford jr. Was running around chasing white women because Harold Ford jr. Was single but you know even though it wasn't true Tennesseans believed it, and Harold Ford Jr. lost because he was beating Bob Cooker hand over fist. And they pulled that racist commercial out. And people start thinking, hey, this black man running around trying to screw all these white women? No, we can't have that. And he lost the election. And that's the same thing that happened to Andrew McGillan. This black man with a black wife and his black wife should have told him, don't trust these crackers. But again, when you get up there, you think that you have made it. You tend to forget those warning things. You tend to forget those gut checks. You start thinking, I've done this. They won't do this to me. Shoot, they showed him the door. They played, they brought the piano out, everything. They put him to rest because he didn't think on his toes. See, you're supposed to be a skillful politician. You should have known the game. Hillary Clinton was toxic. Debbie Schwartz were her crooked ass at the DMC, toxic. And you built all this stuff because people believed in you. People actually believed in this man. And he didn't believe in himself to say, all right, thanks for no thanks. And that's what happened to us. Again, like I said, that's what happened to us all the time. All the time. And I know people might say, well, well, Mr. Q, it's easy for you to the uh uh what's the day, Thursday, Thursday morning quarterback or Wednesday morning quarterback or after election quarterback, it's easy for you to say that because you ain't running for nothing. You're right. But this is simple, common sense, day-to-day life. Just like in this show right here. Somebody come to me and say, Hey, Mr. Q, we wanna give you this money to put you on such and such. Man, get the fuck out of here. But you you know, you gotta put this white boy or this white woman on. You know, for for sex appeal or, you know, to cross over. Man, get the hell out of here with that jump. I've been doing this jump from day one. I'm going to continue to do it from day one on and on. That's it. I don't need to take your money, take this bitch and this nigga and get the hell up out of here. Beat it. That's what black folks need to do. But too many times we go through this nonsense where white folks come up here that we must, we must got it made it. No, people. They only come for two reasons, to acquire and destroy. And in this case, for Andrew McGillin, they destroyed him. Because you see none of them white folks can go up there for uh, Stacey Abrams, Obama, and who? Oprah Winfrey. Big names. And she's still trying to beat this. And I'm going to tell you straight up, born and raised in Georgia, I am, I was, I I mean, I am, born and raised in Georgia, that chicken got a snowball chance in hell. They can sit there and they can go to the ninth circuit, any circuit. She is not going to be governor of Georgia. Hands down. That got that. Andrew McG- McGillin had a better chance to be governor of Georgia than she does. That's the truth. Because he built his thing in Florida. His only mistake is that he was naive to believe that once these folks can hear or what whether I, 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 I'm a, they must think I, I got a chance. No, bro. Keep your stuff together. So that's my just my take on that election thing. Cause I know a lot of folks up here singing, you know, they got the violin out, they crying, oh, they whimpering and stuff, and they talking about they're gonna file file this motion and this stuff and this that and go to this court and man, look, it's over with. You F yourself. Learn from it, move on. But this goes back to the same that same notion that I was saying about having Economic power, people, and it, and I was thinking about the Japanese, and think about it, you know I, I, well not just Japanese the the Koreans, Chinese people how they got their little Chinatown, Korean town, but you know that they have an inter, um, was it inter exchange or stock exchange within their own community? They keep their money. They just don't have a banking system. They have a stock exchange where they have stuff, their economy is in their neighborhood, not just the bank. And I was sitting there thinking like, damn, I, I, I just found this out. I said, damn, really? Wow. I said, why why we as black people can't do that? One reason, because we have we have that same notion like Andrew McGillan. We work hard. We lay the bricks. We make the cement. We get the foundation up. We do the heavy lifting. And we get doing is day in and day out. And then we get to a certain point where stuff starts getting momentum. And people start buying into our service and stuff. And here we go. You know, we're doing real good. But the real icing on the cake is when that white person comes. Male or female comes and says, hey, I want to help you. I believe in what you're doing. For some reason, all the hard work and stuff that we have done, fly out the window. We forget about the sleepless nights. The praying, the land stuff, the borrowing, not paying this bill to get to keep this bill on, in order to get this thing what we believe in to the certain point it is right now, we forget about that. Soon as that white person come in there and say I believe in it, all that shit flies out the door, <sighs> gone. Okay, I help you. We jump right on board. But I have some stipulations. You got to change this, 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 and that. Okay, no problem. We go along with it because we ain't got an infusion of money. Not our own money, but someone else's money. Until we get to a certain point that we figure out, hey, I don't like how this deal is going too late. You already signed the paper. The ball is already in motion. You ain't got no say anymore. Now you got to just sit there and ride like a dummy. Can't, no don't, don't controls, nothing. You took the money like, damn. Shit, I can't do it. Now, that's right. You can't do nothing. Now they took your dream your hard work, your aspirations, and they have flipped it and acquired it for something of them, they push you on out the door, you're gone, or they just tear it up and just run it into the ground, and you just have to sit there and watch it. That is what black people do all the time, and the reason why I say that about Korean and Chinese people, because I had mentioned this a while back, uh, black restaurants in D.C. were getting out of it. Black uh, patrons who was owning black restaurants were getting out of their business. They were selling their business to Korean and Chinese people. But you know what? The flip part of it, they were going to stay on as employees. Now, they are giving sole rights to these businesses that they built, some of which they uh, have inherited through family Recipes and all this stuff to these Asian people. Can you believe that shit? Just to stay on to be an employee. That is the same notion of almost all black people. We play the game backwards. You know, you ever play with someone in a board game who don't know the game and they play the game backwards? You try to explain it and they leave? That's black people. That's how black people think. Black people don't want to learn how to win, they just want to say they played. Then they get mad when someone changed the rules. Oh man, that's that's racism. You can't claim racism all the time. It's just just call it, it's just stupidity. You're just stupid, dummy. And you just played yourself. Fool. This is self-defer for what it is. Learn from it. But you don't want to learn because you gotta admit first of all that you a dumbass. I had to. I'm telling you, Mr. Q, the War Machine had to admit that hey, I was a dumbass on certain things. But I'm glad I did because now I ain't the dummy no more. You know that, that old saying, the pupil has become the master. That's it. The dummy has become the master. And now I understand what's going on. And that's, You can't come to me with that dumb jump no more. Play that with somebody else. But it's so many times as us as black people, we continue to play the dumb role. And it's, just, it, it, it's, it's simple as hell. So simple. But black people don't wanna do it. Cause like this hit everybody wanna be chief but no freaking Indians. Everybody wants a say, but they don't wanna pick up a hammer or anything. They don't even wanna get the lawnmower out to cut no grass or trim nothing. They don't wanna do nothing. All they wanna do is sit here and be talking heads. I'm willing to get up and build. Like I said again, I don't know everything, but if hey, I'll find out, if hey, I if gotta get a paintbrush, I'd do that. At least do something. These motherfuckers don't even want to pick up paper. They don't want to do nothing but talk shit. So looking at that of this past election goes right back into my thing about black the new poor. Black people, Andrew McGullin was a black man with a black wife. They sent two has-been, broke-down cracker bitches down there to neutralize that man for all his hard work. And it did, and it played into the racist hands. That's it. Because believe me, if he would have kept doing what he needed to do, Andrew McGovern would be governor of Florida right about now. He would be. But this goes to not just him, to any of us, anybody, any black person that listened to this thing and go to me. When every time that you are set out on a quest that the great Almighty has put before you, and you have to go through and work and lay those bricks and do all the hard labor, and they start picking momentum, Don't, that ain't the time to start saying, well, hey, I need the white person. That's us time to say, I'm going to keep on going, because when they show up, they're only coming for two things. They're coming to acquire, or they're coming to destroy. That's it. That's all they're into. They're not coming to help. When their form of helping is those two things. They want to acquire your hard work, your talent, your sweat, your blood and tears and everything, or they want to destroy it and make a mockery. say, see, there we go again. Black people can't do shit without white people. That's just the, that's it. That's just the bottom line. And you can see that in commercial, after commercial, All, all of what I was saying about black, the new poor, that's it. Black people, you should be tired of this dumb shit, but for some reason, you keep doing it. Keep going through this nonsense. Don't give an excuse you don't know. You know. Some of you don't want to know. Or you know that you don't want to change. Because change is hard. And you don't want to get up and do no healthy living. You don't want to do a damn thing but complain and talk shit. And when somebody comes like me or somebody says, Look, man, let's go ahead and do this shit. We can take them. You don't want to do it. It reminds me of like when J- with, uh, Joshua and Caleb. We come. It's is. Seven spies, twelve spies, or how many of them come back and say, "Hey man, we could do this if we pulled it up." Nah man, we can't do it. They too strong, but we could take them. Nah, can't do that. Mm-hmm. Did you see them them grasshoppers? They was about the size of cars. You exaggerated, dude. They were not even the size of my damn pinky. Man, man you, did you see the talk? To- the, the 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 size of those trees. The trees were, was so big. They was biggest mountains, dude. You need to get your eyes checked. They're about the same size as any old tree. You just they just look kind of different. <laughs> well, did you, did you see the lakes? Did you see the people? They're giants. That's the same bull crap with white that black folks tell black folks all the time. They, they with that illusional crap. And some of us bite into that same thing, like, damn man, we can't do nothing. That's why we can't do nothing. Because you got always two people. Two. That, and then, and, and, you know, then the scripture say like this, him, if it takes two or more, there's always two people. If sometimes nowadays you can't even find two people to, to agree on something, do anything. Not when it comes to building, anything, you can't, you can't do that. So this election, people, I hope that you learn to something from it by being disengaged from this math, this nonsense. If you're not going to play the game, if you're not going to play it to win, don't do it at all. If you're not going to put candidates up there where you're going to put money into it, then don't do it. Because it's a waste of damn time. You know it and I know it. Stop doing that crazy shit. You need to stop it. Because again, that right there shows that we are not ready. We're not ready to win. We're not ready to win. I mean... I can go into so many details about certain plans I want to do, but I'm not going to tell you on this platform. I'm not going to tell you nothing. I'm not going to sit up and say, I got a secret plan, but you paid $1.99 for it. I mean, $109, baby, not $1.99. Did I give you this plan? No, I'm not saying that. We all have instinctively what we know we should do. We just don't want to do it. We want others to do it. We want others to put their money up to do it, and then we sit back and bitch and complain, oh, that, I don't like that. But did you put money in? Nah, I ain't putting no money in, but I, I just don't like what you did, though. Okay. Well, here goes a paintbrush and uh, a can of paint. You uh, know, once you paint it the way you think it. I don't do that. I don't get my hands dirty. Oh. Well, here goes this thing. Once you mix some of this concrete together, it's quick, you know, dry uh, concrete, for the lay some bricks. I don't do that either. Okay, well, you know, here goes a, a flame and a thing. Once you go here and w- weld some pipes together so we can get some water. Well, I don't do that. Well, what the hell do you do? Oven and complaining. I don't know. Well, get the hell up out of here, then. Beat it. Because that is the main thing of what we do. So I just wanted to touch base on that, on this, uh, again, like on the this thing about this politics thing, and to kind of break it down. I, hopefully that you understand, the gist of what I was saying. But Andrew um, uh, he's supposed to be governor of, jo- of, not Georgia, but Florida. Get it messed up. Sorry. He's supposed to be governor of Florida. The brother's supposed to be that. But when you forget that you've done all the hard work and you start looking outside of yourself or outside of the hard work you've done and you make that mistake to pick people, you run the risk of losing it all. And he lost it. And, and hey, it is what it is. Now, the chick Stacey Abrams in Georgia, that chick is not going to be Governor of Georgia. You heard that right here in the war room. She is not going to be governor of Georgia. I don't care how many appeals that she apply. She's not going to be governor of Georgia. They're not going to allow her to do that. She's done. She might as well go ahead and concede and go on about their business. Because they're not going to do that. They're not. And see, all them people who put money, this is why I said again about about empty suit Obama and Oprah, anything about a strong black man, they didn't support Andrew McGullum. They didn't go down there and campaign for that man or nothing. Like I said, I I know you probably said, damn, you know, you really talk about this dude. Like, yeah, because after I got the facts, see, I was going on the notion that, oh, he was handpicked. No, he was running. You know, this dude didn't have a snowball chance in him. People even said, yo, man, you ain't going to be, you ain't going to get the nomination. He got it. He worked and got it. Now, uh, aside him being a Democrat whatever, that's beside the point. The brother worked to get it, damn it. He worked, but he made the the one flaw failure. He got too complacent and he started looking towards here come Whitey to approve it. Nah, he should have kept rolling on that momentum that he had. And his wife should have told him like you don't need him, baby. See, this is where sisters were you, need to, you should have stepped up. This is where you should have stepped up. Right here, his, his wife should have said, hey, baby, you don't even, you've been doing this all by yourself. You and I, we've been building this. Fundraising, out in the rain, walking out good pairs of shoes, shaking hands, doing it. These folks didn't even put money towards your campaign. We don't need them. Thanks for no thanks. That right there would have ended. But too many times, like he did, we have made that carnal mistake. We put in hard work. We build shit. And we, we spend man hours after man hours, day and night, night and day, years and stuff to build stuff. And finally get momentum. People come and start buying for us, start trading goods and stuff, start getting bigger bigger. And our name become a big name among a certain group of people. Then all of a sudden, here come folks sniffing around. <laughs> hey, you know, and who do you think is sniffing around? Shea White in his bitch I want a piece of that Oh, okay We finally made it to the promised land No, 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 no And this is one thing I'm saying like this here We, If you're going to get out of certain things This is just in business too Because a lot of black business do the same thing If you're not going to stay in it Sell it to another black person Sell it to another black person, people Please do that Keep it, everything black We don't do that and that's why we let the Arabs, Asians, and whoever the hell else in it, we want to complain, complain who's moving into our neighborhood, make money off of us. Because we do not keep everything black. You want to get out that gas station that you have on that corner of at 8th and Eleven, and you've been doing it, your family been doing it, you want to move on, sell it to another black person, black woman, something. Keep it black. Because that neighborhood needs that gas station. If you want to get out of the drug uh, pharmaceutical company or uh, pharmaceutical store, like, you know, Mr. Smith's drug store, sell it to another damn pharmacist that's black. Don't sell out. Don't close up. Don't border up that building. Keep that neighborhood vital. Because, as I said, at the top of this show, the Asians, they got their own exchange or what they call stock exchange among themselves in this country. Yeah, they got stuff back home, but they got it here, too, and they own bank. And they making money hand over fist. Black folks, you, you don't do that. You don't go down here to the local damn black-owned credit union and say, hey, black uh manager, come on, let's talk about revitalizing this. That's what you need to be doing, economically building stuff. But instead, you let Mr. Smith drugstore go out of business. You let Miss Ann's. Uh, hair salon go out of business. You let uh, Miss Alulu's uh, uh, boutique go out of business. You know, I'm making these names up, so if it is, um, if this is somebody's business. Hey, I'm sorry. Whatever. I'm just pulling these names out of my head. But you get the legit. You let Mr. Frank's All Style haircut been Mr. Frank been there since 1965. You let him board up because his 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 sorry ass sons don't want it anymore or his family. You don't go in and say, okay, we'll buy this, and we'll give you a percentage. That way you can still make money off of this, people. There's ways of doing stuff, but we don't do it because everybody want to be chief and no Indians. Everybody want the money, but they don't want to work for it. Good, googly goo. Hey, that's all I time I have today, people. Hey, this is something just food for thought. You think about it. I'm your man, Mr. Q. The War Machine has been real talk. You come on back for another episode. You enjoy it, tell your folks, to all the, su- the subscribers and supporters, thank you. You know, just, just come on back for another show. Like to keep talking to you, sharing ideas. Until then, I'm Mr. Q, out. This was The War Machine. Real Talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.